Hello, my zebras and spoonies. Thanks for coming and visiting me. As always, I am glad that you stopped by and that you're hanging out with me for a little while. So I haven't given an update in quite a while, so I figured that I'm probably overdue for that. Um, there's not really a whole lot new going on, and that's good because I find that generally in my life when there's something new, it means that something isn't going as I would prefer it to. Um, so working as a travel nurse and doing the best that I can to balance my work-life chronic illness stuff. Um, still working through my first contract and um, that's going to be another six weeks thereabouts. I don't know if I'll renew another time at this location or whether or not I'll be looking for a, another contract. That's yet to be determined. Um, so yeah. Work-life balance, chronic illness balance, management, it's kind of an always interesting game. There's definitely days that uh, it's been going better than others. The last couple days have been pretty rough. This week, I have definitely overextended myself during my work shifts. I uh, had to do quite a few in a row, and they turned out to be pretty physically demanding shifts for me. Uh, unfortunately, that has put me into some flare, and now I am trying to just rest and recuperate, recover, and that's kind of the cycle that I've been living in for the past, oh, I don't know, about six months or so. And just trying to figure out a good way to work my three 12-hour shifts and do it in a way that doesn't fire off flares for all the different various problems that I have. And, you know, just kind of mitigate the, the, the stuff, so to speak. So that kind of brings me over to the topic of this magic of balancing acts. How do you make sure that the different pieces in your life all stay stable and well managed? And the answer is that there is no magical answer for everyone in doing this. And that unfortunately, it's just a lot of trial and error and no matter how good of a regimen you have and no matter how good of a system and no matter how good a support structure you have there are always going to be flares and there's always going to be difficult days that your symptoms are more pronounced than on other days and i think the key to focus on isn't whether or not you're having flares but whether or not those flares are at a manageable level and whether or not they're staying at the same amount of frequency. So I, this is a place that I find keeping a journal is super helpful. I keep track of my symptoms and I keep track of what I'm doing for my symptoms and it gives me an idea of what's working and what's not working. Because sometimes our memories play tricks on us and when we have flares, we can focus on those a lot more than on the days that have been good and our symptoms have been less. So we can end up misperceiving that our last month has been a lot more symptomatic than the month before. So by using a journal and every day at the end of your day rating how your various challenging symptoms are and taking notes as to how your day went can help you get a perspective so that at the end of the month you can kind of review and summarize how that month went and then from month to month you can compare 
how you're doing overall. Are your symptoms getting worse? Are they improving? Are they staying about the same? Are there interventions that you frequently use that really aren't that helpful? Well, then, you know, you can just get rid of it and try something else. Or are you finding that like every time you do this one thing, you just have a really good day? Well, you can start doing that more because it's useful. So as much of a challenge as it is to get started in medical journaling, I cannot speak enough of the value of it. Um, it does take a time to figure out your own personal style and system that is kind of compatible with your life and that will help you capture the information that is useful to you. But once you have that system down and have built the habit of doing your medical journal, you can really capture the information that you need to know what's been going on. The other piece about medically, you know, journaling your stuff is that when you go to a doctor and they say, well, how many migraines do you have every month? You can actually answer that question in a really accurate way and in a really useful way. And if they start asking you, well, when did this particular set of symptoms start? You, again, have a really good record of that and you can give better information and the better information that you can provide to the people that are trying to figure out how to help you with your care plan, the better they can figure out what's going on and can better figure out what's going to help you. So it, it, for you and it's for your treatment team so that you can have a better sense and a better capturing of what is and isn't going on. So what is in a medical journal? Um, I personally use a notebook that is set up to be a bullet journal, you know, the one that has all the little uh, dots in a grid pattern. I just find that style to be the most flexible in setting things up. Um, I will start the journal with a set of scales and this is just my personal rating system and there's no like right or wrong way to rate your symptoms. All that's really important is that you're using something consistent, you're using something that makes sense to you and you're using something that can make it very clear whether or not your symptoms were better today than yesterday or not. Um, so I have a set of symptoms that I find to be important to track because they have an impact on my day. They have an impact on my quality of life. And those are the things that I focus on. Um, and I then give each of those symptoms a, sale, a scale. Sometimes it's like a one to five because I personally just don't, feel that it's much more useful to go up to 10. Um, like I have a pain scale, one to five, you know, a one is like psh, cake, you know, good day, easy to ignore. And like a five is no functioning. I am in so much pain that I am just a quivering mass of protoplasm that can just barely ooze across the floor, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, I also keep track of like my mood and my focus and how much I'm fidgeting for my ADHD symptoms. Uh, you know, I keep track of whether or not I'm having headaches and whether or not I'm having syncope and palpitations. And some of these symptoms are just simply yes or no. Um, was I lightheaded that day? Yes or no. 
you know, I don't need a scale for that, for it to be relevant. Um, so having a clear way that you're tracking your symptoms and writing it down will help you work through your journal and know that you know you can keep changing and modifying this scale as you go it has taken me a long time to come to the system that i'm currently using and it's always evolving it it's like every time i i have a journal i tweak and um modify and adjust things so that they're working a little bit more smoothly or that they're the journal is capturing things that are more relevant to my current status so then after i have my scales page i set up my monthly calendar so that on the left hand side i have a list of all the symptoms and then across the top i have the date and then in all the corresponding boxes i can rate how things have been going and then over the course of the month you can kind of tally up how things have gone um and if you go over to my blog i will actually share a picture of what my journal looks like so that you can kind of see my setup because i get that verbally describing it has its limitations um then i also have after my monthly calendar tallying rating page I have a day a sheet for each day and on the page I divide it into two sections and the left hand section is where I keep track of like what kind of major activities I have been doing that day whether or not I've been participating in social events whether or not I worked um, whether or not I was working on major projects etc to try to keep a sense of what my um, expenditure of spoons was that day because that might be revealing as to why I was having flares you know do I have a flare after every time I work three twelves in a row then I should try to keep that in mind when I am working out my schedule with people I also keep track of like what devices I'm using what PRN medications I'm taking and because one of my major challenges with my chronic illness management is consistently taking my medications I also keep track of how I have been doing with taking my medications all on that left hand column and then on the right hand section I just write my thoughts about the day so it's kind of just your standard journal entry where I just say hey this is what I did this is what's going on in life this is how I'm feeling you know what you would normally include in a journal so I've kind of combined my medical journal record keeping and my personal day-to-day -day journal all in one book because I feel like it's more convenient that way and I don't want to tote around and keep track of more than one book um, I went to online and I found different tabs you can get tabs that are set up so that they can mark your book with the different months um, or just regular plain divider tabs and that way you can find the different sections of your journal more easily when you're going back through for reference um, so I will never get a new journal I will set up the journal ahead of time right out of the gate I'll just sit down and you know get it all set up so that as I'm working through the 
the days I, I have the journal to go. I don't have to like, I don't know, do a prep every day. I find it easier for myself to do it all ahead. It, it'll take me about an hour to set up the whole journal. So I feel like that one day of commitment is more reliable than me doing it every day. Um, then the other thing that I have is what I call my health review page, and that's every few months. I have a page where I will go back and I will look at how I did with my various symptoms over the last few months, and I'll just kind of summarize how I'm doing. You know, has my pain been controlled? Is um, the flare, you know, the number of flares about the same? You know, just overall, how are, how are things going? Do I feel like I'm stable and my symptoms are static and doing what they've been doing? Or do I feel like things are getting better or worse? And any kind of thoughts moving forward, should I make adjustments in my treatment plans or are things doing well? Um, so that's the kind of thing that I use personally um, to keep track of my own symptoms. Um, there's a lot of apps out there that can do similar things. I'm personally, I have pen and paper kind of gal for a lot of this stuff just because I've been doing journals since I was knee high to a grasshopper. So I've had that paper and pen habit for a long time. So I just kind of expanded on a habit that was already there. It's that's easier for me personally. Um, but yeah, you know, whether or not you use a collection of apps to trap your uh, to track your symptoms or whether you use a journal or, you know, any kind of system like that, I feel like it can help you answer the question of are you achieving that symptom management and work-life balance and are things as optimal as they could be or do you need to go back to your providers and rework your care plan for better wellness um, so i hope that the kinds of things that i'm doing are things that might be useful to you and i'm always open for any kinds of suggestions if you guys have systems and ideas for tracking your medical information feel free to throw stuff my way i'm always excited about new things. Um, so thanks for coming and spending some time with me. I hope that you all find peace and wellness. And until we talk again, bye.